Oh, hey, Praiseheads. Um, no Jill yet so far. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of just starting. Let's start with a piss bag today. Um, it's, it's weird having nobody around to be mad at me for saying piss bag. I didn't see who left this, but someone slid a letter under the door. We don't usually get physical letters, but... Let's see. It says it's from Carmen. Dear Heath, Unfortunately, due to how stupid this storyline is, both of your co-hosts decided to quit the podcast and never speak to you again. I am the new agent and will make them famous without you. We're starting our own podcast together. It's about the influence of gospel music on hip-hop. Two things I think I know a fair bit about. I think it's going to be called Redeeming Rap. The alternate title is In Our Rhyme of Need. Or maybe Heavenly Bars. Ooh, or Crip Walking on Water. Well, keep an eye out for us on Stitcher Premium. We will be behind a paywall. In him, Carmen. Well, I, I guess I don't – thank you for writing in. I, I, I guess I don't need any reason to not believe that. All I wanted to do is introduce a high-concept spin to the show, but maybe I flew a bit too close to the sun on this one. Perhaps sometimes that you have a dream that's a nightmare for everybody else around you. Listener, thanks for joining us for – this long i i have to go and live with what i've done now i'm gonna end the show the same way we always end the show um when you got footprints in this in the sand check how many there are because um there might be a, a vampire um bye and so the praise down was no more. Like that, 50 sad years went by. The year is 2069. I know. Heath has returned to his fire truck show, WTF. Where's the fire? This is commonly accepted as the definitive podcast titled WTF in the year 2069. He's been doing it for 50 years and it's been met with massive success. However, Heath is 77 years old. While his status as a worldwide sweetheart cult favorite on the podcasting circuit has allowed him to work well into his retirement age, he knows he has to hang it up. We join Heath as he is wrapping up his final episode. He insisted on doing it alone. Well, WTFers, where's the fire starters? Where's the firecrackers? Where's the firefighters? It's about time I got on out of here. I, I want to say thanks to each and every one of you for making the last 50 years as meaningful as my life could possibly be after the thing that happened 50 years ago on this very day. I, I won't be making anything else, so you don't have to donate to the Patreon anymore unless you don't know what else to spend your money on at this point. Uh, we're we're going to open up the piss bag one more time just so I can get to as much, as, uh, as much of everyone's mail as I possibly can before, uh, before I hang it up. Let's see. This one comes from Bandwidth Richardson in New New Bridge, New New Jersey. D 
Dear Mr. Huffman, I, I, I never had a father growing up. Your voice on the radio talking about fire trucks was what inspired my passion. Now, while I was never able to be a firefighter myself on the count of my extremely flammable skin and my volatile, oily sweat, I've carried the lessons and the attitude of a firefighter to my lifelong career as a volcano inspector. I wouldn't be where I am if it weren't for you. In a way, your show was the dad I wished for all those years. I hope your retirement gives you back everything you gave me and everyone else listening. Oh, well, thank you so much, Bandwidth. Uh, I'm, I'm happy you think my show is good. Let me see here. Uh, oh, we, we've got an outgoing voicemail from my friend Mark. I, I can't believe Mark is still kicking. That's a joke. This is the... This is the future. We live very long now. It's millennial humor about dying and things. Let's let's play that voicemail. Hey, buddy, it's Mark. I don't think I've ever told you how proud I am of you. It was such a long time ago you were on the worst podcast and how perhaps maybe the worst thing you could shoot in your brain through your ears humanity has ever conceived. But uh, yeah, you, you kept fighting after everything, and you made a podcast so successful I surrendered my title of WTF brand. Uh, and I gave it to you, kid. You changed the title of my podcast to Garage Time with Mark Marin, out of the sheer respect uh, that we have for one another. And uh, you know what? I'd do it again without hesitation. I hope you enjoy retirement as much as I have. Try getting a cat. Love, Mark. Hey, you're a good kid, bud. Thank you so much, Mark. Uh, by the way, if anyone wants to hear me one more time, I'm doing my 150th and final appearance on Garage Time, which should come out the Monday after I put this out. We'll read one more and, and get out of here. What do you say? This one <clears throat> comes from Kretschmer. I'm not sure what he could want. <clears throat> come alone to the burned down site of the old studio when you get this. It doesn't have to be this way. Kretschmer. Thanks for writing into the show for once, Kretschmer. I, I see it didn't kill you. Well, let's get out of here the same way we always get out of here. Everybody say it, say it together with me. This isn't my favorite podcast, so I don't ad-lib the closer. Thank you, and, and goodbye forever. And so Heath meets Kretschmer at the foot of the rubble. Kretschmer hasn't aged a day. Oof. You look like a dry shit. I always forget humans age like avocados. Well, you could have put that in your letter. That's more fun in person. Also, I don't remember burning down your studio. Oh, you didn't do anything. It's 2069. Everything just looks like that now. The environment is... Well, uh, I wouldn't say I didn't do anything. He... I have a confession. Uh, when I was... Helping you keep the praise down on the air, I didn't exactly have the show's best interests at heart. Carmen gave me what I thought was the opportunity of a lifetime to be Hell's Top Demon. But only if I discontinued your podcast. I had a feeling. How did you know? You were a demon on a Christian music podcast. That's like if Woody Allen appeared frequently on a podcast about being a good person. I might be dumb, but that doesn't make you slick. Well, are, are, are you at least enjoying your promotion? Hardly. I did everything I was supposed to to eradicate your show. 
I even got a bonus for causing you to go back to your stupid fire truck thing. I leveraged hard for that promotion, but I didn't get it because he thought my voice was stupid. Gave the spot to Pat Robertson instead. Mm. That's fucked up. Did you try calling your, uh, maybe your HR department down there? No. Garmin has absolute dominion of everything above and below, so the HR complaint system isn't <clears throat> really anonymous. The last time someone wait, tried wait, to... Wait, 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 did I, did I hear you say Carmen has absolute power over... Yes, every everything above and below. In fact, your podcast was the only thing standing in the way of him getting that. Oh, uh, what? In all of human history, there was only one piece of recorded media, written, audio, video, or printed, that ever spoke ill of Carmen. You were a light in the darkness. A beacon of truth in a world consumed with lies. You saw through the high production values and talented hired composers, and you saw it for what it was, a fascist brainwashing machine. This is exactly why Carmen needed your podcast gone, despite it only having 60 downloads per episode. Between you and me, Carmen accounted for 58 of them. So, to sate his megalomania, he figured... Why send a demon to do a Christian's job? He intercepted Jillian on the way to recording and reduced her to a pile of dust with his special technique, Evangelical White Lightning. The dust was then scattered to the four winds in the ensuing car explosion. Yeah, I, I remember hearing Jill really ate shit on the news. I believe the headline was, Local Podcast Engineer Totally Obliterated. When I heard Jill was blown all the way to hell, I wasn't right for years. Uh, she's not in hell. Hell couldn't find enough of her to check her in. Uh, thanks to Carmen's secret technique... Evangelical evangel white lightning, yeah. He not only reduced her body to cigarette flickings, he bodied her soul as well. That's terrible. Yes! But after five long decades, I've found a deal that benefits all parties involved. Well, I'm listening, Crutchmer. I have something that will allow you to travel back in time. All right, what kind of rules? What time travel rules are we talking uh, about? Ah, fuck. Okay. Uh, uh, it's like, uh, it starts like, <clears throat> I guess kind of back to the future rules, because you'll go back, and you can run into you. Sure, sure. Uh, You can't touch the past you, or your body will disintegrate and will cease to have ever been, and you will destroy your entire timeline that's been your home forever. So, Makes sense. You know, sure, sure, sure. You can go back, and the rest is sort of up to you. I'm sure you've spent many years obsessing over how you would have done things differently. You know, after, after being through what I've been through, and indulging in time travel fantasies was the only way to cope. I've been preparing for nearly this exact scenario for decades, except I was expecting something closer to maybe hot tub time machine rules. I'm not really looking forward to being all old for this. Wow. You, you're just immediately willing to give all this up? Aren't you the world's first and only billionaire podcaster? Well, every, every billionaire has a podcast. They're not hard to make. Uh, but but I'm the only billionaire that podcasting ever made. So you're you're correct. Yes. 
Oh, yeah, I spend all day hearing your show in the cubicles and then hearing about it at the fire cooler, which I still fill, by the way. Mm. There's two things we love down in hell, torture and fire. And there's nothing more torturous than listening to a podcast about fire trucks, fire's sworn enemy. I'm always happy to hear I'm putting the screws to you all down there. I have to ask, why? You led a full life. You were People Magazine's sexiest podcaster of the year last year for the 40th year in a row. I'm sorry, Kretschmer. Were you not listening? I'm a, I'm a billionaire, Kretschmer. Have I ever sounded at all sympathetic to billionaires since you've known me? I've, I've, I've become what I hate, Kretschmer. I just want to make podcasts, but people keep giving me shitloads of money out of, I guess, appreciation for me and the things that I make. I, I, I don't care for it. Now, now, what's the thing I've got to hold to go back in time? This place sucks shit. I, I, I don't like it. In the deepest depths of hell, there's an area reserved for some of the worst criminals. It uses a time loop to make them relive the worst moment of their life over and over. These loops are fueled and maintained by a sentient program known as Thomas the Time Engine. This is his heart. It will allow you to go back in time exactly once, and then it will shatter forever. This is a one-way ticket. You will be trapped there, and if you're serious, you'd better hurry, because I am a wanted man. What do I do now? Oh, this part's easy. Just squeeze it, say the incantation, which is, Boy, oh boy, it'd sure be a treat if I could return to... And then you say the date down to the second. Like, it's on U.S. settings, so month, day, year. Got it. Hour in military time, minute, second. And then you shatter the heart on your forehead. It's more fragile than it looks. Okay, squeeze it, incantation, boy, oh boy, blah, blah, blah. U.S. settings... Military time, down to the second. Forehead. Got it. Okay, I, I think I'm ready. Oh, okay, good. Get going. Heath takes the heart and squeezes it with all of his might. Boy, oh boy. But wait, actually, before you go, just remember that in a sea of podcasts that are ultimately useless and will be lost to time, yours, and only yours, matters. Praise you. And you. Boy, oh boy. Wait. Hey, 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 Kretschmer. Uh, what? What? I've got one more question. Um, what? You, you, it, it's entrapment if you lie. A am I in hell? No. I find that hard to believe. Well, I better get going. Boy, oh boy. It'd sure be a treat if I could return to March 31st, 2019. 1300 hours and zero seconds. Uh, one more thing! Heath ignores Kretschmer entirely, shattering the crystal on his forehead with ease. Even in his twilight years, he's as strong as a Ford F 150 with a gas tank full of HGH. Damn. I wanted to tell him that I really loved the episode of Where's the Fire where Queen Elizabeth II was the guest. She is truly a monster. And so, with a thud, Heath lands in a nondescript corridor of hell, guarded by two demons. Picture a demon. Now picture another one. You got it. 
And so I says to him, torture, I hardly know of. <laughs> Not very funny. <laughs> well, hi, welcome to hell, yo, blockhead. <laughs> yes, you, you blockhead. Hope you didn't friggin' crap y'all pants on the way down here, sugar. <laughs> yes, you gotta, like, uh, clean that up. <laughs> Thank you, I'm, I'm very, I'm very terrified. Why, why are you, why are you both trying to be mean to me, but not using, uh, cuss words, you know, pulling out the big guns? I, 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 I figured you could surely cuss in the land of eternal damnation. Well, it's the land of eternal dawn nation now. We friggin' used to cuss all the time, but, uh, we're under new management, as it were. We can't use any words he doesn't use. Uh, what's, what's he gonna do? Fire you? Your demons, where else can you... Yeah, but getting fired means something different down here. Damn, that that, that sucks. Where where I'm from, we, we strike until we get what we want from our employers. After all, uh, he's the one that needs you guys, right? Hey, yeah. You, you've got a lot of good ideas for an old piece of crud. Anyway, buddy, I feel like our sort of fanfare and whatnot got stepped on here, so I'm just gonna tell you to go ahead and go down to intake. You materialized in the wrong part of hell, which, you know, it happens all the time. Hold your breath. Name. Hi, I, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. My name is Heath Huffman. The other demons, previously running back and forth hurriedly in the intake office, immediately stop what they're doing, transfixed once the name falls upon their squishy little demon ears. Do you mean Heath Hoffman from the Praise Down? The, the Praise Down with Heath and Alex? Yeah, uh, is Alex here somewhere? I'm supposed to come pick him up. Uh... I'm I'm sorry. This is honestly very exciting, sir. We love the praise down here. Our boss hates it, so it's kind of a thing we bond over a conduit for our hatred for Carmen. Oh yeah, uh, I'm honored. I, I haven't I haven't seen any reviews from hell though. I would I would really love to see those. Uh, oh, sir, if if we left a positive review, Carmen would fire all of us on the spot. He has offered bonuses to leave negative reviews, but uh, we aren't budging. So let him fire you. I'd, I'd love to see one mortal man run hell on his own. You guys do a hard job. Oh my god, I've been saying that for thousands of years. I'm so sorry, sir. I, I have to ask one question to, to everyone uh, as part of the intake process. Do you have a resident or employment who referred you to hell? As a matter of fact, I do. Uh, Kretschmer? You mean the demon we all unilaterally don't respect? Yes. A hush falls again. The demons in the office wonder what Kretschmer could have to do with this hell A-lister. Um, okay. Uh, Kretschmer! Kretschmer! Kretschmer comes out of a broom closet in custodian overalls. He is clumsy, unassertive, and by all accounts, sucks a big asshole. Uh, what? Hey, Heath, what are you doing here? Why do you look like... crap? Heath hands Kretschmer a shard of Thomas the Time Engine's heart. Uh, recognize this? Ah, uh, oh no. Uh, okay, uh, uh, come with me. Gosh, darn it. Uh, 
Hey, Intake, uh, I, I, I have a plan. Do you all want to do me a very big favor at a specific time? Heath and Kretschmer traverse the long corridors of hail. It kind of looks like the inside of a tum-tum or a butt. Like, like an H.R. Geiger painting, but red. Heath, where did you get the heart of Thomas the Time Engine? I was just in time hell, and he seemed fine. Okay, uh, every, exp explaining what I'm about to explain really sucks to, well, try to explain, so, uh, you know, you know what this is. Y yes. Can, can you tell me what it is? That's the heart of Thomas the Time Engine. Yes, um, and you know what it does. <sighs> Helps you travel back through time. Yes, uh, okay. Buddy, this should be really easy. You gave it to me to use in the year 2069. <laughs> nice. Yes. Uh, also, why? Heath and Kretschmer pass by a bar. A bar? Down in hell? Could this be an oasis in the land of eternal darnation? Kretschmer, uh, do you want a drink? Interior. JFK's bar. We hear the sound of patrons speaking and music playing inside JFK's, a bar named after its owner. We join in media ray as Heath and Kretschmer share a drink with the owner of the establishment. So, John, why exactly do you run a bar in hell? Because I'm the only member of my family that didn't die from alcohol. Uh, what about Bobby? Fuck Bobby! Fuck Bobby! Hey, fuck you! Fuck Bobby. Who, who's that? Uh, he's the fucking comic. To be honest, I don't care for him. But check him out anyway if you like bad comedy. Sure, uh, I, I used to do a little comedy. By the way, Mr. F. Kennedy, why are you in hell? Did you read the sign? Everybody at the bar read the sign behind me. All U.S. presidents go to hell, except for Jimmy Carter. Uh, Kretschmer, is that? Yeah, that's hell's official comedian, Bill Hicks. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the Boy Scouts of America. Hi, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Hi, not surprised any of you are here. Don King, that's a little surprising to me, honest. Wow, these rants are dangerous. Don't heckle Bill. Is that part- wait, Kretschmer, is, is it part of the hell thing to heckle a comic? Is that part of their torture? Not this one. Okay, okay. I guess what I'm saying is, I'm frankly surprised there's not more people down here. Go fuck yourselves, I'll see you in hell too. So, so long everyone. Well, I loved it. Oh, yes. Well, I loved it. Man, nice one. That's very good. Oh, uh, what's wrong with you? You killed. Did you happen to see the audience? The boys turn and see the audience lingering in the lobby. 156 identical men are quoting the favorite Bill Hicks jokes to each other and laughing ceaselessly like a gaggle of morons. A school of fish, like really dumb ones. A flock of the silliest looking damn birds you've ever seen. When I was alive, I never wanted my craft to be co-opted by right-wingers. 
Now I'm down here. I'm hell's favorite right-wing comedian. Every night I kill when all I want is to die. Bill, I hate to tell you, but dying is what got us here in the first place. <laughs> JFK! 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 Good shit. Well, uh, <laughs> I loved it as well. Oh, me too. All right, you scamps. The human is too young to drink in hell, so I'm gonna have to tell you guys to fuck off. All right. Mm, all right. Okay, okay, fine. Okay. Uh, hey, Bill. What? You uh, want to do the podcast next Tuesday? And for the first time since 1987, a smile crawls across the face of William Hicks. A ray of golden sun on a face lined like an old highway. Why did you ask me to get a drink? You wouldn't even have to ask if you knew the day I had. You didn't answer my question. How come I gave you the heart of Thomas the Time Engine in the year 2069? Nice. N nice. Yes. Also, you did it to give yourself a promotion. I forgot to tell you inside the bar. Hey, sounds like me. What are we doing? Oh, here's Alex's cell, by the way. Alex pops his head out betwixt the cell bars. He looks like 17 and a half pounds of absolute hammered buffalo shit. Oh, hey, Gretchmer. Uh, what are you doing with John Malkovich? Do not ruin John Malkovich for me. I saw the great Buck Howard like 20 times. John, I love your work. Uh, thank you. Alex, listen, I'm Heath, actually, and I came oh. back from the year 2069. Nice. Yes, to come and break you out of hell. Um, I'm not lying, but that shouldn't even matter to you because I'm breaking you out of hell, and as far as I know, you'd love that. Ready to go? Uh, yes. Do you have any clothes that I can wear? But I didn't show up here in clothes. It's worth mentioning at this point that everyone in hell is absolutely stark naked. Ah, uh, should I give the signal? Yes. And so Kretschmer retrieves a giant horn with a mighty blow. The sound of a horn fills every nook and cranny of hell. It was time. Each and every demon leaves a five-star rating and a positive review on iTunes for the Praise Down with Heath and Alex. So, what are we doing? I said I'll explain the plan to you off mic. Hold your horses. Jesus, Alex. With a low rumble and a violent shake, as if the entirety of hell was in a laundry dryer, Carmen steps through a portal, as livid as a wet cat in a long line for brunch because it didn't wake up on time and the hot water was busted. What in the heck is going on here? Do you all think I don't have a phone? Do you all think my phone doesn't get on the internet? Do you all think... I accidentally put my phone on airplane mode and couldn't turn it off like I don't know how to do that? Do you all think I don't have Google News alerts on for the praise down with Heath and Alex? Can't believe the disloyalty here. Since I became the CEO of hell, our torture margins have gone through the roof! Yeah, but our pay sure has it, buddy. <gasps> 
The intake demon would immediately regret his decision. He just got a little too excited about being liberated. He is immediately electrocuted off the plane of existence by Evangelical White Lightning. The intake demon had friends. He touched a lot of people. He loved the praise down. He's missed. I told you to use the suggestion box. Anyone else have any bright ideas on how we can make hell more enjoyable? All right. Honestly, guys, I don't know who to fire next. That guy was the perfect first person to fire, but now I'm stumped. I was mad because I had an important appointment today that involved totally obliterating a podcast sound engineer, but this is clearly where I'm needed. You're gonna have to fire all of us. The demons are immediately whipped into a frenzy. They want common to fry. A rock is thrown, responded in kind by lightning. The demons descend on Carmen like a colony of fire ants eating their own queen. Carmen's special technique, evangelical white light, provides sufficient in holding the angry mob. Through the power of Christ, no demon can touch me. I'm the Lord of Hell. Attention returns to Alexander, Heath, and Kretschmer. Alexander's cell block overlooks the riot from a distance. Jeepers. You know you can cuss now, right? What are you talking about? Garmin's barely breaking a sweat out there. I think I just saw him yawn. Yeah, I, I know. We're, we're all watching the same riot. It's like the only thing going on down here right now. Alex, do you remember the plan? Yeah, uh, I think we should talk about that. I don't think it's gonna... I don't think it's gonna work. Alex... Do you think that if, if I thought this wasn't going to work, I would run all the way down over to the riot as maybe part of the plan? I, I, I'm like 80 million years old. I'm very, I'm, I'm fucking very old. Uh, yeah, all right. Fair. All right, let's go. Hey, Kretschmer. Yeah? I, I, I might be dumb, but you're not slick. What? What is that? Is that like a callback to the future? You know, I didn't hear that yet. But it feels like a callback. Uh, I'm, I'm not quite sure how demons perceive time. I, I kind of maybe called my shot wrong on that on you getting that joke. Um, I, I knew you weren't the number one demon all along, Kretschmer. A Alex ratted you out pretty quickly during the announcements as soon as he could. But you know what? Y you're my number one demon. If, if, if I were the Lord of Hell, you'd be my right-hand man, no problem. We needed you, and, and you helped us, despite your motives. You had an important job, and you did it. Every job, including yours, was important. Thanks for everything. Heath and Alexander sprint into the fray, leaving Kretschmer behind them. He sees an empty fire cooler and goes to refill it. We return to Carmen, continuing to effortlessly dispatch his own employees. Hey, what are you all even still doing here? Have you not been watching me this whole time? This is very easy for me. I'm pretty sure iTunes reviews don't count if the people who wrote them are dead. 
Praise Down is finished. Once it is, I will be an international pop slash gospel slash hip hop sensation and the undisputed lord of heaven and hell. Welcome to the Praise Down. Uh, what the frick? The only podcast about Christian music helmed by two secular boys. I'm Heath. And I'm Alex. And this, this is, is our, our first, first good cold, cold open. open. We're here with well-decorated Christian artist and Lord of Hell, Carmen, who was just in the middle of getting into some very interesting shit. Uh, Baba what? Yeah, you were just talking about how you love using your special technique, Evangelical White Lightning, Lightning. a technique you purchased from God, and you seem to be using it to bust a labor union. Which is, of course, a thing ungodly people famously do. Ah, pretty big talk from one of my tenants. I got a newsflash for you, Cupcake. I rule over the only place where God can't hear you. Even if I was doing something wrong, and I'm not, who do you think God's going to side with? Yours truly, who's converted millions of people, or some demons nobody cares about? Come on! So, uh, Carmen, uh, you, hell is the only place where God can't hear things, right? Yeah. You think God can listen to podcasts? (gasps) Carmen is absolutely stunned. The reality of what has begun to unfold has started to weigh upon him. We've been recording live this whole time. Everyone heard that you're using the lightning powers God gave you to try to take over both heaven and hell. You might have been responsible for 58 of our 60 average downloads per episode, and... I might have been one, but sometimes in in the world of podcasting, even just one download can reach the right set of ears. A light shines from on high. All of hell is illuminated from above. You can hear the angels singing and totally friggin' shredding. It rips sack, bud. But don't let the Lord hear you talking that way. He's talking about me! Ruler of everything and B-list celebrity, God! Thanks, God. Love the praise down, boys. But I've got bigger Carmen's to sever my holy connection to right now. Ah, 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 ooh, ah, fuck. Did you just cuss? Oh, God, oh, God, no, I I didn't. Don't freaking do that! Hell is absolutely rumbled. Ah, I'm sorry, you know, I uh, just want to be, you know, a good and faithful servant. Like, I just, you know, I saved a lot of kids in my time. But what about now? You appear to be in the middle of banishing beings to a plane that no being deserves to inhabit. Not even the likes of yourself, Carman. Ah, but, ah, nah, come on. A good and faithful servant you're not, cowboy. Ah, come on. I thought that was, I thought you were like, ah, shit, man. How dare you curse in my presence? If that's, like, the only thing you can do, then maybe you shouldn't, like, open your mouth or something. Try, try new words instead. I don't like it. Carmen trembles but remains utterly silent. 
You're using your powers that you obtained from me to commit unspeakable crimes against beings on the celestial plane. You practically subjugated all of hell from the minute you became more powerful than them. The press for this is going to be ridiculous, and I'm going to absolutely throw you under the bus at each and every opportunity. So obviously, no more powers for you, Carmen! I hope that's obvious. Ah, come on, I love powers. Precisely the problem, you tangerine goblin. Power should only be given to people who see it as a horrible, life-altering burden. That was Jesus' whole thing. You wrote some songs about him, if I recall. No, wait, they're all about you. My mistake. Well, I guess it's about time I turned my back on you. You know, like, officially. Now, I don't have a physical body, as you can tell from the fact that I'm simply a booming voice inside both your head and a vivid hallucination. So when I say turn my back, it's really more of a proverbial thing, but not really my actual back. But you understand what I'm talking about. You know what? You'll know it's happening when it's happening. I don't know why I didn't just say that. I am all... Uh, God, now that we're face to face, I gotta ask, were my songs good? Carman, even now I see you as my son, so it is a father's duty to tell you, your songs were the one thing that made me think to curse. Ah, man. Sick burn, God. Not now, boys. Carmen charges up a bolt of evangelical white lightning. You shut your mouth. I became the most successful Christian contemporary superstar on the planet. And all you have on your little podcast is jokes. I get cancer, stare death right in the face for years, and all you've got is jokes. You're done, kid. Electricity arcs off Carmen's arms and heads straight for Alexander. The electricity doesn't reach him. It's like someone turned the light switch off on his powers. Carmen tries to make lightning a few more times, each time more desperate and tragic than the last. It's happening now! Thanks, Thanks God. God! You're welcome, boys! What is happening? Tell them, boys. Carmen, Carmen you're, you're canceled. Great job, boys. And so the Almighty leaves the dominions and plains of hell. The demons unbow their heads and begin to snarl at Carmen as though a pack of rabid dogs ready to strike. Hey, come on, ah, fellas. You know, I, you know, I was just joking about all the not giving you basic workers' rights and stuff. You know, this is—I was just doing a voice that whole time. I'm—I'm—I've turned over a new leaf. I've—I found it. I found it in the budget to give you all a, a raise that almost matches the cost of living. Huh? Sound cool? That—that's good. The demons are unmoved by Carmen's offer and continue the relentless approach. Carmen, bite the dust. No! 
And so, Carmen dies in agony, consumed by the mob of demons, ripped asunder, torn to shreds. Demons are drinking, being merry, and have even let the inmates celebrate with them. All of hell parties. You remember in The Matrix Reloaded when Morpheus hosts the sexy dance orgy? It's very similar to that. Everyone's having a totally wicked time. I must say I'm really quite excited to see the direction hell goes in now that our collective thoughts on the value of a life have begun to change. Yeah, and it's all thanks to those guys. <laughs> Heath and Alex approach the bar, having a hell beer. I don't know, something like that. The big friends are absolutely silent. I told you I'd get you out. Yeah. I was beginning to lose hope. I thought you didn't care anymore. I collapsed a timeline in which I had made it. I was I was a professional podcaster, the most prestige position in our society. Wow. In, in order to get back to you, there wasn't a day in 50 years and thousands of therapy sessions that I didn't care. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess we gotta start Doing some good episodes then, huh? Yeah, for once, I, I think so, yeah. Kretschmer approaches. He is absolutely hammered. Which is, you know, totally fine. It's a party. Don't, you know, get out of his butt about it. Boys, I couldn't be more proud of you. You saved the day, you killed my boss, and I'm sure that whoever fills that power vacuum, Satan, I assume, will give me a huge promotion for my contributions. As for you, I'm thinking it's time for you to get out of here. The door back to Earth is right there, but the closest door I could get opens in Enid, Oklahoma. You boys will need a ride. I think I know exactly who we should call. So, uh, fuck, let me get this straight. It's young Heath again. R you know... Regular and stuff. Remember at the beginning before he got old? It's that young one again. You can tell because he's not doing the voice anymore. They drive along a dusty highway out of Enid, Oklahoma. You're me from 2069. Nice. Yes. And yes, as in, that's true. It takes me 50 years to get Alex out of hell. Uh, yeah, yes. I, I suppose so. That's such a long time. I'm already completely out of ideas on how to, like, end this thing on the podcast, this story. Oh my god, I remember. Look, I'm thankful you saved Alex. I I'm not sure how or what you did, but I don't have any reason to believe that you're me. You were just in hell. You could have lost your mind in a sort of loved Lovecraft, HP Lovecraft way. Heath, it is you. That goes for you too, bud. You were also in there. And so Heath arrives outside of Alexander's home, back in the city of Oklahoma. Uh, well, guys, you you probably have some you probably have some stuff to uh, talk about. Um, I do want to hear about it from Young Heath later. I do want a full report. Uh, but in the I'm meantime, just Heath. Right. It's just... Just regular Heath, sorry. 
uh, he and I had our own whole arc. Uh, I'm gonna go see Jill, though. Nothing happened to her, right? She's cool? Yeah, she's fine. Besides the, the missing you thing, bud. Yeah, what are you doing out here? Get in there. Uh, sport? Alexander rushes from the car and towards his front door, entering into his home for the first time in what has felt like an eternity because, well, time's weird in other dimensions, he sees Jill. She looks at him from across the living room. It's like the film Love Actually, but, you know, actually. Hello? Uh, hey. Al Alex? What are you... Yes. How are you here? Oh, uh, got, I got rescued out of hell. Yeah. From Heath. I can see that. What happened? Um, Heath aged a bunch of years and then traveled back in time uh. and smashed a crystal and then we uh. k killed Carmen, I think. Oh, uh, okay. And then a bunch of demons, I th or a bunch of demons ate him and mm -hmm. then, man, I, I don't know. I just, I just want to go to sleep. Yeah. I mean, you're a sleepy boy. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of questions. Oh, you died also? What? But I'm here. No, there was a time, in the timeline where Heath got old, um, you got totally murked. Well, he's always You just got old. your ass vaporized, uh, apparently by Carmen, oh. and then the car exploded. What? Yeah, well, I, look, I don't know, I got all this secondhand, okay. um, but I'm really glad to see you. Hey, I'm Because glad it to means you, that you didn't get vaporized. Well, I'm glad about that. I'm glad you're not in hell anymore. That Thank was you. kind of an ongoing thing. Thank you. Yeah, it was too, uh, I was there for too long, and yeah, I hated it. It was bad. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Nothing. Just, you know, making some spaghetti. Can I have some? Yeah. Heath the Elder and Heath the Younger ride alone in the car down the highway. Heath is in the front passenger seat now, being chaperoned by his elder self. So what do I do with you? I, I'm, I'm sure there's a bus station close by. You're, you're allowed to be crazy at a bus station, last I checked. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I'll need a bus. Uh, that's not important. Listen, uh, I'm not going to waste any more time uh, trying to convince you that I'm you more than I wasted trying to get Alex out of hell. Because I'd rather tell you why you don't believe me. There's no way I could be you, because if it took you 50 years to rescue your best friend, that would mean... You're bad at loving your friends. I know where your reluctance to believe comes from. That's belief in anything, by the way. God, Satan, the thunder. Uh, even belief in nothing. You're, you're, you're so resistant to believing in something because there's a chance you might end up just loving another thing that doesn't love you back because you're not going to do a good enough job at loving it. You don't have to believe me when I tell you who I am. You, you could think I'm a complete stranger as long as you believe me when I tell you that you're doing a good job. And even if you aren't, there are people out there who love you despite how hard you work for them. Trust them when they tell you things. Also, also shave your head. It feels way better, I promise. And then I just started crying right there. I don't, I, th I think he told me also to, to invest in bugs just to sort of, thing about money um to maybe convince me it was a future thing i didn't get to ask him what he meant about the bugs honestly like bug meat who who knows i didn't even get to have him clarify because and i i, I swear to god this happened 
he wiped like my tears away from my eyes, which I didn't ask him to do. Um, but then he disintegrated into a pile of golden sand. You are shitting me. Was it because he, like, because he touched you? Yeah, like Back to the Future rules. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you save the sand? Yeah, um, it didn't feel right. It didn't. Uh, it didn't feel right to save the sand. What did you do with it? I, I, I put it in Lake Overholzer. All right. It's I, I don't know when you have. When you have remains, they go in bodies of water, and that's the nearest one. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, we better do the announcements. Huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, thank you to our guest, Bill Hicks. Uh, we'll be... Uh, I'll be at the, uh, the the Fuck Hut <laughs> on August 31st. Is, it, is that a hell place? <laughs> yeah, I'm, doing, I'm touring hell. Cool, uh, I cool, made cool, a lot cool. of friends down there. So I'm so you're doing. Go, you're doing JFKs. You're doing the fuck hut. I'm doing JFKs. I'm doing the fuck hut, uh, which is owned by Genghis Khan. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> any, any anything going on stateside, as they say, um, public access is public always. access every Sunday. Uh, I will be uh, another hell date. <laughs> um, I will. Be be at Brando's. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll be at Marlon Brando's. I think I know who runs that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a buffet. We'll <laughs> 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 be opening for Elvis. Do I have any upcoming stuff? Uh, fuck. Come to the new new show, a show that I host uh, at the Paramount Room in Oklahoma City. Um, there are $0 tickets so we can reserve seats. Uh, just go to the Facebook event for the new, new show. And there will be a link in the description to go, to go air quotes, purchase those. Thank you. And so the boys wrapped a journey that took them from the depths of hell to the furthest reaches of time and all the way back again. And it should be noted that for once they did both a good cold open and a good read of their promos. Things were really going pretty fucking sweet for the big friends. The end.